Welcome back to Unentitled Sports, episode number 21. And we have uh, Unentitled Sports' first ever piece of, you know, groundbreaking, newsbreaking journalism uh, to present. And and this is this is real. Like, Well, I don't know if it's real, but like, we're, we're not fucking around with this. Like, this is actually, we are breaking news to the sports world. Um, unfortunately, our audience probably isn't big enough for it to spread to the global sports audience quite yet. But it is going to be really cool to get this on record because this is a piece of journalism um, that, as far as we can tell, we we are the first media uh, to present this. Um, so uh, to I will I will preserve the anonymity. Anon, an, help me out, Lucas. Anonymity. anonymity. Yep. Thank you. Anonymity. Uh, yep. I will preserve that uh, of my sources, um, but I do have credible sources. Um, that have informed me that Shane Bieber has a partially torn UCL and will be considering Tommy John surgery. Um, so at the time of this episode's recording and publishing, um, Shane Bieber is on the 60-day IL but is listed with elbow inflammation. And last night I did all of my research um, and nobody has broke the news yet that um, it's not elbow inflammation. It is a partially torn uh, UCL, um, which which is bad. Um, you know, that, that can lead to Tommy Johns. Um, but you know, Ken Rosenthal hasn't reported this, you know, the, the MLB's version of Woj or Shams or Brian Windhorst, uh, haven't reported this yet. This isn't on Bieber's profile page on ESPN or, uh, the guardians website or MLB or anything like that. You know, as far as the sports world knows, um, Shane Bieber is still out, uh, with elbow inflammation and I'm here to reveal the truth. Uh, Unentitled Sports, first piece of news um, that it is first to break, uh, Shane Bieber partially torn UCL. Unfortunate for Shane Bieber. You know, this season he spent a lot of time out. That was towards the beginning of the year. And then again, uh, going out for this this, uh, this inflammation that he was having. And then now with considering Tommy John, he's probably looking at another year uh, on the injured list, uh, which spells a couple of years in a row that are down for the one-time Cy Young Award winner um, and, and pitching is, triple crown winner. Triple crown winner. It's very unfortunate for the Cleveland Guardians. If you're a Cleveland Guardian fan listening to this, um, I'm very sorry. And Shane Bieber obviously holds a a, a special place in our heart, um, uh-huh. being a, a UCSB alumni. So it's 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 sad for us to hear. Um, but Ryan, great job breaking the news. Um, I respect your choice to preserve the anonymity of your source, um, but when when it comes to like breaking news like this, I'm just like wondering, you know, wh- like I've never been in this spot before. I've never been in the position where I've been in a new, news source that, you know, is is unbeknownst to the public. So, so my question is, how can we take advantage of this other than letting the people know? Right. You know, we're letting the people know now. <laughs> but guess what? There's still a you know couple hour long difference between where where I know right now and you know. Versus when we put out this podcast, right? So can I bet his under on strikeouts for next year right now? Right. Um, yes, I, I think you can. Um, is that legal? That is how we is take that... it. That's a good, that's a good question. We should we should bring in our um our uh our um, legal associate expert, Stanford yeah. Law, yeah, our, our associate Stanford law expert. Um we can we can ask him. Um but um I'm not sure. Um I mean it's I'm I'm not um for for how big of a sports fan my my gambling knowledge and literacy is is very low. Um I've never really gotten into it. I think because I've enjoyed sports enough as it is and if I got into sports gambling I'd be even more broke than I already am. Um yeah. So it's, it's probably good for me to to stay away from it. Um but but now now I know. Um this 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 would be a really bad beat if if Shane Bieber plays at all next year. Um Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You would be messing over I think about one person and that would be me. Um yep. But, you know, I feel like sports gambling is like it's a lot like uh, smoking weed before going to a movie theater because, you know, you love the movies. I love the movies, too. Everyone loves the movies. But then Mm. for the first time that you smoke weed and you go to the movie theater, you realize, oh, shit, this can be way more cool than it already is. Right. That's true. That's true. Um, Well, and and, uh, I was I I, nobody knows that more than me. Um, You know, I had a renaissance with my relationship with the movie theater once i started going them going to them excuse me and smoking weed um so so maybe smoke weed gamble and get red zone 
Yes, maybe we, this can pay for my trinity. red zone. True, putting, true. Putting yeah, bet forty nine dollars on uh, Shane Bieber's under on strikeouts next year. On, on everything, on everything, <laughs> on, under under it all, except yeah. ERA, except ERA. His ERA. <laughs> no, yeah, be... yeah, you you do want the under on ERA. Yes, I guess. Yeah, that's right. It'll be the under. Yeah, under on runs allowed. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um. Yep. So yeah. So um. So so yeah. You know it. Uh, it, it it is some bad news, you know. It, it's it's bad news that it happens to any human, but it it stinks that it happens to Shane Bieber, a former Gaucho, uh, and a recipient of a uh, of a UCSB ice hockey jersey in in a number of about wow. two months. Um, so that'll be cool, you know. So Shane Bieber is gonna get get the latest trip, but unfortunately, he will not. You know, there's there's a good chance he doesn't play again until 2025, um, which does stink. You know, it's it's exciting to. You know, like like this is my first time actually like breaking news and and getting a scoop and a story before you know mass media does. Um, that that's right. really cool and ex- exciting for me. Um, but bottom line, it does suck for Shane Bieber. Um, but that it that's what it is. Um, yeah, and and I mean along along the same lines, you mentioned you're sending him a hockey jersey. I was wondering if you wanted to let people know, tell them a little story about. Uh, uh, Gabe Vincent, another former Gaucho who may or may not be receiving a, a hockey jersey fairly soon. Sure, yeah, he he will he will be receiving a hockey jersey. Um, so this story starts, I don't know, back in April or May, um, when we were making, uh, designing the the new jerseys for UCSB ice hockey. Um, and uh, we saw a picture of Jalen Williams, the one who went to Arkansas. Um, he was wearing an Arkansas hockey jersey going to his, you know, going to his Thunder game. And we saw that, right? Like, oh, this is sick. We should get Gabe Vincent uh, a jersey. Um, so I, I scour the internet high and low to get any contact info on either Gabe Vincent or his agent. Didn't find anything. The only thing I found was the Lakers fan mail address. And this isn't an email address. This is a physical mailing address. Um, so I hand wrote Gabe Vincent a letter um, basically saying, you know, hey, you know, congrats on a great season with the Heat and signing a nice contract with the Lakers. Um, you know, everyone on the hockey team had a lot of fun watching you and we're super proud of how you represent UCSB. We want to give you a jersey. Um, you know, you know, reach out to us, you know, just with the with the number and the size that you want. Um, and you know, like I said, that was that was a, a number of months ago. And then probably a, w- a week or two ago, uh now, um, you know, one one morning I, I check my email. I get an email from uh, Gabe Vincent um, and I'm like, holy shit. Um, it, you know, an NBA player just emailed me um, and he's like, you know, what's up, Ryan? Thanks for the letter. Um, if it's not too late, I'd love a Jersey. Um, you know, always proud to represent my gauchos or something like that. I'm like that's, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's the first time I've gotten an email from an NBA player. Um, and, and yeah, so I'm like, hell yeah it's not too late it's certainly not too late even though it was we already placed the order um for the jerseys so i'm like yeah yeah no it's not too late um and so that's how we ended up getting shane bieber a jersey as well because the minimum uh amount for an order to avoid the upcharge which is 100 percent uh is five so we ended up getting a jersey for vincent uh shane bieber um our our head coach uh steve hines who is a former nhl player and he now you know runs operates and you know a lot of his time money and effort goes into opening went into opening and goes into keeping that rink uh running uh in Santa Barbara he's just you know he's just a big patron of hockey in Santa Barbara and a former NHL player so we're getting him a jersey um and then for the fifth jersey one of my coworkers said he'd pay for one and we're like well cool if if we can find someone who will pay for one instead of giving one for free um you can be the fifth um infinite jerseys i feel like if you're if you're willing to to pay for a UCSB hockey jersey you should get one Yes. I don't know if I am. How much do they go for? Uh the well they go they they cost us $145. Um and so like to the you know for friends and family would probably be around $145. To the general yeah. public we'd probably mark it up. I th- I think like standard retail markup is like 40%. Um so 145 times 1.4 is probably about 200 bucks. It's a little expensive, which is a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money for a co- for a club college hockey jersey. But for anyone hey, listening, yes, Gabe Vincent and and uh, and and Shane Bieber have earned it. They certainly. have. 
So. They certainly have. Um, and, a, and another, another cool piece to the, uh, to the Gabe Vincent story is um, uh, a week ago, I was getting lunch with the Lakers insider for spectrum sports net, Mike Bresnahan. And I, I told him the same story I told you. Um, and, you know, I basically said, yeah. And, and then now that I have his email, you know, like I'd, I'd love to get like an interview with him for UCSB TV. He's like, yeah, that's a super good idea. You know, anytime you want to come to a game or a practice, let me know. I'll get you press credentials, you know, and Gabe will totally take the 10 minute, take 10 minutes for an interview. And I'm like, holy shit. Like I, I, yeah. I, I just met like a zoom interview, but you know, fuck yeah, I'll go to a Lakers practice or a game or whatever. Um, yeah. and you know, and for hockey, I'm going to be in LA every other weekend anyways. Um, so it's not, you know, so it's not inconvenient or out of the way for me to go down there. Um, on the up and up Ryan is he's, he's, Making moves in the sports world, this is big. I only ask one thing of you. I only ask one thing. When yes, you uh, ask Gabe Vincent a question, I don't know if they're going to give you like press like things so you can ask people questions after the games. If you do that, this is what I want you to say. I want you to say, uh, hey, Ryan Greenberg, uh, uh, Unentitled Sports Podcast, UCSB TV, and then you give your question. So yeah, just get yeah, that, yeah. that little clip right there. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, yeah I, I probably will. Um, I don't I like here's the thing. Gabe Vincent's probably not going to be in the press conference room with LeBron and 80 um, and, unless he scores 20 points, um, which, you know, I, you know, he, well, could, I, you know, he averages like, I don't know, 15, 16. I, yeah, well, I yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, he he's not a lock to be in the press conference room every night like LeBron and AD are. Um, mm-hmm. But fingers crossed, you know, it could happen. Um, or you could ask LeBron. You could ask him. It's true. That's true. I could. I could. You know, I'm already going to be there. I'm already going to have press credentials. So, hey, LeBron, you know, I'll, I'll... have you ever smoked weed before watching a movie? I'll probably, <laughs> probably say no. I'll probably say yeah. no, even though Bronny absolutely has. And 100%. then, and then you can give him the recommendation to do it, and then mm-hmm. probably change his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or and and then if he says yes, what movie? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what movie? No, um, that's actually a great question. I want to know what movie do you think LeBron would smoke weed and go watch? Um, I w- I would guess I'm gonna say like, like Fast and Furious, something like really stupid <laughs> and, and corny. Yeah. That, yeah. Everybody loved it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's good. Um, but yeah. Um, thesis of this whole segment so far. Um, Unentitled Sports broke the news first. Shane Bieber partially torn UCL might need Tommy Johns. You heard it here first. Correct. All right. So moving on, um, we are a mere matter of days uh, from the kickoff for uh, this year's NFL season. I'm so incredibly excited. You know, last year, kind of like, you know, uh, discovering my having a renaissance with my relationship with movie theaters. Um Last year, I loved watching football, but this is without weed. You know, this is this is red zone instead. You know, red zone allowed me uh, to discover a new joy and passion for football. Um, and so so having had that experience last year, you know, I'm, I'm taking this uh, new level of excitement into this year's uh, NFL season. Um, but uh, one 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 person that will not be uh, will, I will not be watching very much of this year is Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance has been traded. He has been traded for a fourth round pick. Uh, to the Dallas Cowboys, um, and I'm I'm I just don't know how much sense the move makes for anybody involved. Um, but Lucas, what are your thoughts? You know, I'm I think we mentioned this before last week when we were talking about the possibility of a of a Trey Lance trade, and you know my thoughts were if we can get something that is going to help us right now uh, out of Trey Lance, especially maybe a third quarterback, that's what we probably would need. Uh, then that would be great, and and. You know, honestly, the Cowboys would have been a good spot if we were to try and maybe go get Cooper Rush. You know, Cooper Rush, who is a decent backup quarterback. Is he still um, on that team? I remember him being on that team during the preseason. I'm not sure if he okay. got cut since then. Um, but, you know, we we ended up getting draft capital out of it. So it's it's something that will not help us right now. It's something that will help us only in the future. And, um, you know, that's not really what I saw. I felt like it was like, we should either just keep him on the team as our third string quarterback, or we should trade him for something that is going to help us right now. Um, we kind of did the only thing that we didn't want, which was like right. not have yep. Trey Lance. Trade him for a and, fourth round draft pick. And nothing else now. So, yep. so we have a fourth round draft pick. Uh, so whoever's 21 right now playing college football, it's all right. You know, he might end up helping us in four or five years. But yeah. 
not this year. So I'm not yeah. super happy. I don't with... think I don't think Caleb Williams is going to fall to the fourth round. So I mean, he he probably won't. Maybe a uh, Shitter Sanders. I don't know if you saw the the Colorado. Yeah, game, bro. Yeah, elect. Yeah, yeah. Quick, quick little segue, but electric opening weekend of college football. Um, Colorado beat TCU. Absolute thriller. Scobuffs. I'm um, happy for you, Lucas. Thank you. Um, my cousin, my cousin just started her freshman year at Boulder. Um, and the uncle, the uncle that I'm hanging out with now went to the A's game yesterday. He was wearing his Colorado shirt yesterday. And every two minutes at the Coliseum, wow. everyone was saying, you know, Scobuffs, great game today. Um, yeah. Which was incredible was, game. It was, yeah. it was, it's the best Colorado football game I've ever watched. And it's not even close. I mean, it, it, this team looks like, electric from the offensive on the offensive side, like deep balls. We had like a 75 yard touchdown. Um, our running back, uh, Dylan Edwards, this freshman, he scored four touchdowns. It was ridiculous. And not to mention you have Travis Hunter who literally played 110 snaps in the game. He played yeah. 110 snaps. He was locked on the deep side. He had a, he had a, a red zone pick that completely changed the game. And then as a, as a wide receiver, I think he had 10 receptions for something like 100 yards. Um, it was insane. And Shader Sanders, who, you know, people are saying, oh, maybe he's not going to be actually legit. He's just Dion's kid. No, he goes out in his first game and he throws for 510 yards and against four the, touchdowns. I, yeah, 500 yards and four touchdowns against the second best team in the country last year. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's, great. Yeah. It's, it, this is like the best feeling I've had as a Colorado football fan. Yeah. Well, and um, in the in the UCLA game, UCLA played two quarterbacks yesterday. They started. Um, is it Ethan Garbers or Chase Garbers, the one that's already in the NFL? Uh, I Chase Garbers used to play for Cal. If that's okay. Yeah, so Chase so Chase Garbers is in the NFL. So Ethan Garbers uh, started at UCLA or started the game for UCLA at quarterback. Uh, he was pretty mid. Um, he he made some plays, but there were some plays he didn't make. Um, had some dumb throws. Uh, and then Dante Moore, um, this five-star recruit uh, that they flipped from Oregon back in the spring, he got a couple drives and he was fucking electric. And so there was uh so Garbers got like two drives um, or two or three drives, you know, through a touchdown and interception was, you know, mid, like I said. Um, and then Dante Moore gets a drive uh, through a touchdown. Then Garbers goes back in the game, doesn't play very well. Then Moore goes back in the game. First play of the drive, throws a 76-yard bomb uh, for a Man. touchdown. Uh, so, yeah, so Dante Moore, true true freshman, um, he lit it up last night. Um, and, yeah, so I don't I don't know if they're going to completely give up on Garbers uh, already because, you know, six, six months went into the decision of, to start Garbers. I, you know, oh, it yeah. might take more than one game to change that. But I think by the end of the season, Dante Moore will be starting. And in two or three years, Dante Moore is going to be – gonna be a, a big problem at quarterback i mean i i don't doubt it you know i i think if if they're in a quarterback situation where it it was they were willing to bring in their second string quarterback you know at a point in the game where their starter wasn't like completely injured um that means that that quarterback spot probably wasn't like garbers is like to take home and and keep for the entire season you know they're probably already yeah. open open to having like that competition and then after yeah. this game you know i wouldn't be surprised if if Dante ends up, you know, getting most of the snaps next week. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And the, the only, the, you know, like if you do a pro and cons list of Garbers versus Dante Moore, the only thing in favor for Garbers is that he's older and has more experience. Um, yeah. Is, is that he's not a true freshman. Um, whereas Dante Moore has everything else on him. And and um, UCLA is, is probably looking to succeed in a couple of years right now too, maybe next year. Or the year after, that's when they want to be really good. Uh, you know, obviously making that switch to the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's well said. Um, anyways, back to back to uh Trey Lance, you know, a, a professional quarterback. Um, yeah, I, I agree. The yeah, somehow. Um, maybe he should go back to college for a couple of years, go or go to the minor leagues or you know, play in the XFL, get some play baseball, bro. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Play a different sport, yeah. Um he uh i agree you know they they did the one thing that they i didn't want to see them do um because you know it's like it 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 really just feels like admitting you know wholesale admitting defeat when you know we spent so much draft capital to get him 
got nothing out of him and then cash out on him for a fourth round pick. It's it's like, let's, let's do something else. Let's, you know, at, at this point, his value is already depreciated so much. Let's just hold on to him or let's go bring a, you know, let's go exchange him for another quarterback to, to bring into the quarterback room. Um, Cause yeah, for reasons I said last week, um, you know, that, that fourth round draft pick can't play in the NFC championship this year when Purdy and Darnold get hurt. Um, so, um, but, um, I, I am glad it's over. Um, cause I felt like the longer the Trey Lance thing went on, the worse it was going to get. Um, so I'm, I'm glad it's over. And at this point, you know, the, the only thing you can really say or do about it is it is what it is. Let's move on. And we've still got a goddamn good football team. Hell yeah. I mean, we're, we're in a great spot. And I think that, uh, John Lynch is, is the most happy person on earth that, that Brock Purdy has turned out to be a good quarterback. Yeah. Um, because if he, if he wasn't a good quarterback, it would be much, much worse for him. And that yep. pick right there might've been, you know, the difference between having a Super Bowl contender and just not a good team, you know? Yeah. Like, a team that performs. Yeah. So, so, uh, he's very happy that Brock Purdy is, is good. I am very happy that Brock Purdy is good. Um, Me too. and, uh, and you know, I think all the Niners, everyone who's a Niners fan knew that Brock Purdy was the guy compared to Trey Lance. And now we can all, we can all know the entire NFL can know that this team is Brock Purdy's. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I bet Brock Purdy knowing this team is Brock Purdy's is going to be great. Um, yeah. And I'm, you know, there are some people who aren't on the Brock Purdy train yet, but I am. Um, and I, I feel like everyone who watches Brock Purdy hasn't watched Brock Purdy. You know, I, I have, I have seen a lot of film on Brock Purdy. You know, I watched every Niners game that he played and he looked fucking great. You know, I don't, I, you know, everyone who talks bad about him. Oh yeah. You know, his, his stats aren't great. Oh yeah. He was the last pick of the draft. Oh yeah. He's young. Oh yeah. You know, he's got good tools. Oh yeah. You know, he just got lucky. Yada, yada, yada. It's like, no, like I've seen so many Niners quarterbacks not be able to do what Brock Purdy does. And, and yeah, the things he's best at don't show up on a stat sheet. You can only watch, you know, he's great on third down. He's great in the red zone and he takes care of the ball. We have not had a quarterback who does all three of those things since that, you know, season and a half where Kaepernick was great. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I'm, I'm very hopeful for, for Brock and I hope that he continues his trajectory. Yeah, I agree. And, and speaking of hopeful, um, I hope I, I am hopeful that Nick Bosa gets his contract situation resolved soon and joins the team. Um, everything I've read from KNBR and NBC Sports California and NBC Sports Bay Area, whatever, um, say it's it's a matter of when and not if, which is good. Um, but at, 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 excuse me, at the same time, why hasn't it already happened? You know, you know, like we play our first game on Sunday. Um, you know, we're kind of running out of time now, you know, preseason's over. Like we are now, like, we're now no longer at the point where we're, where we're practicing for the NFL season. We're practicing for week one against the Steelers. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, the um, Steelers, yeah. like, yeah, like, like we're now game prepping. Um, and, uh, what really, what really made me nervous is, you know, after, after the day where 53 day or 53 man roster cuts were due, um, you know, the 49ers posted their whole roster on Instagram and Nick Bosa wasn't on there. Um, so that doesn't mean he got cut. That doesn't mean he's a free agent. Um, but you know, he's, he's, you know, not joint. He hasn't yet joined the team. Um, and the fact that like the Niners, like excluded his name, I'm like, Oh, like that's, yeah. that's uncomfortable. Um, so yeah. yeah, so I think, I think everything, you know, logically and rationally speaking in my head is saying, yeah, you know, worst case scenario, he misses a few games. Um, but you know, he'll, he'll be back and, and, you know, both Shanahan and Lynch sound confident um, that they'll figure something out. And, you know, that, that it's a matter of when and not if, but, you know, I, I still can't shake this feeling of uncomfortability. Yeah, that's, that's totally understandable. I mean, what comforts me also is that this story hasn't been getting too much like national coverage. People aren't talking that much about Nick Bosa, not wanting to join the team. People talked, people are talking so much more about Chris Jones and his situation yep. with with the Chiefs, which seems like it seems like both sides really aren't coming to a conclusion at all, and that he might not even play for around like half of the year. So, mm -hmm. so the fact that Nick Bosa is not in that situation is it's better, obviously, than than being in that situation. But you know, ideally, we just pay the guy. You know, I feel like right. what and the conclusion of this is going to be is he's going to get the biggest contract that a defensive player has ever gotten in the history of the NFL. 
And I think we should stop beating beating around the bush. Just well, get it done. We're not we're not paying Garoppolo anymore. Um, you know the yeah, the reason. The, yeah, well, we're paying we're playing we're paying Debo, we're paying Kittle, we're paying CMC. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know, like this is our quarterback. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, yeah, that, that's the great thing about having a young quarterback who's good is that gives you so much money to spend on everybody else. Um, he's making one million. Purdy, Purdy's making one million. Our starting yeah. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's he's on, he's on a seventh round rookie contract. Um, he's on the the smallest rookie contract that there is. Yeah, well, maybe an undrafted free agent rookie contract, but uh, the point the is the smallest um, drafted. Contract. Yes, just, yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, and and so you know, like when when Debo when Debo was wanted his new contract, it was like, oh fuck, like we got to figure out a way to pay him while you know having Garoppolo on the books. Um, and and yeah, so not having Garoppolo on the books helps a ton. Um, so so yeah, and and just the with how much confidence, um. Lynch and Shanahan and the me- and local media seems to have. Um, I'm, I, I am reasonably vesting hope in in that it, it gets resolved, uh, in in a timely fashion. Me too. All right. So uh, it is now September, um, which means we are in the playoff push uh, for baseball, and I, I think the A's are are probably on the outside looking in. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think, I, I think the mountain might be a little too steep for them this season. Um, but the giants, the giants are right in the thick of things, Lucas. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, first of all, the A's have been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, unfortunately, oh, no. got, really like, when weeks ago, <laughs> they got mathematically <laughs> really the Damn. It was like the earliest in, in a very long time. Yeah. Been. Oh, wow. Who saw that coming? Um, yeah. Yes. Only the team that may finish with the worst run differential, um, of all time. Are they uh, still on track for that? I believe they are. Yeah, I watched the video yeah. like like two or three. I days think they've ago. won a. They won three. They won three in a row today, or today they won their third in a row. Congratulations! That's great. Um, Playoffs, yes. baby. Oakland up. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, the Giants. The Giants are currently sitting, I believe, one half game out of a wild card spot in the NL, which is a very, very, very close race between with, with the a Giants. Lot of teams. A ton of teams, right, right at the at the uh, the cusp. You have the Giants, the Diamondbacks, and the Marlins, um, who who are all sitting about five games above five hundred. Above them, you have the Chicago Cubs and, and the Phillies, and and those Phillies. teams are, are sort are of. Are the Brewers still in in the race? Or are they out of it? No, the Brewers have they have their division at the moment. So, uh, not St. Louis. No, it, it's close race as well. But right now, the the Brewers have the division. Okay, so, gotcha. Um, I, 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 I haven't seen them in the in the wild card standing. Neither of those teams. Um, okay. So actually, that's a little that's a little concerning. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> in any case, if, if if those two teams are going for the division, then one of them is probably going for the wild card too. That would make sense. That would make sense. Uh, however, I'm not worried about either of those teams. I've been I've been studying this this uh, clusterfuck of teams um, and who needs to win, who needs to lose, and every day I'm paying so much. Oh no, dude! The car- the Cardinals are 20 games below 500. Well then, it's definitely not them. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's the red. Did did you already say the Reds? Oh, the red the Reds are a little bit below uh, that that tier right now. They're um, uh, the Reds. The Reds have the same record as the Giants. Well, Giants lost today. And I bet the Reds won, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, are you looking at Are you looking at the standings right now? Could, it is. Yeah, yeah. So Marlins are. Let's just let's just let's just yeah tighten the screws. So Giants, Diamondbacks, and Reds all have a win percentage. Oh, and Marlins all have a win percentage of five eleven. Wow. So there is a yeah. there is a four way tie for uh, the third wild card spot. That so so yeah I guess so today the Giants lost and I'm assuming that the Reds won. Um, the Diamondbacks I believe also lost today so that that kept the Giants right there with them. Um, and it's been it's been not very good recently. The Giants were kind of for most of the year in that spot where the Phillies are now, sort of commanding mm-hmm. this wild card race and being like you know three or four games ahead of everyone else. Um, but recently we just have really struggled along the road. I believe we've lost 17 out of our last 21 road games. Um, and the pitching has not been great while we're doing it. We're, we're, we're pitching with an ERA above five on the road in our, in our recent games. So that's just not a strategy. Yeah. That's not what's going to put together winning baseball, especially well, when your and, offense has been very inconsistent. 
Yeah. And, and all year, you know, your, your offense hasn't been that good for, for the whole season. You you've been a team that's been relying on your pitching. And if the pitching, you know, goes down, um, the, the giants are going to win, aren't going to win very many games. It's unfortunate. It's, it's this bullpen. The giants have had a very strong bullpen throughout the whole year. Um, mm. We had bullpen games and we didn't lose a single one for about our first 10 uh, bullpen games. We were, we were running. Oh, over. where like you started the reliever. You had the yeah, opener. We'd start, we would start with an opener and then we just, we generally go with Sean Mania after that. And then uh, Alex Wood would come in and then you try to close it out with, uh, you know, Tyler Rogers, Taylor Rogers, Camilo Doval. And that was Duvall. really working for a while, but then Doval, he sort of started falling off. He blew two saves in a row, giving up five Ooh. runs. And Ooh. since then, he just hasn't been his dominant self. And the whole bullpen just hasn't been clicking correctly. So um, when you lose your best, the best part of your team, you start to lose games. You know, I'm I'm really hoping that 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 the bullpen can bring it back together. The Giants are are receiving some players off of injury that have been injured for a while. That's Mike Yastrzemski and that's Mitch Haniger, who has mm-hmm. missed most of the year. Um, and if those guys, which and Mike Yastrzemski is always so consistent, like having him in the lineup is just a huge help. But if uh-huh. those guys, especially Mitch Haniger, can start to contribute on the level that they're supposed to, and then you bring back our bullpen, who should be pitching a lot better than they are, then I am very, very confident about the Giants this year. Uh-huh. Um, if that doesn't happen, then it's just not going to happen. Because the Giants at this point, I feel like we control our own destiny. Um, there's a lot of good teams that we're going to have to play. We're going to have to beat them. You know, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch this this wild card race thinking, oh, you know, the Marlins just need to lose this many games, the Reds need to lose this many games. There's a four way tie for the last spot. One of those teams is gonna go on. You're gonna have to be good. You can't rely on other teams being bad. Exactly. You need to win. So the Giants need to start beating these good teams, and uh, it's getting really intense at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I, I also was looking at the standings. Um, guess who doesn't have the worst record in baseball anymore? What do the do the do the Royals have the worst record? Yeah, the Roy, the Royals have the worst record in baseball. Oh, the A's are a half game up on them, um, despite hey. <laughs> despite sporting a a run differential of negative two ninety six. Oh, wow. Uh, the A's the A's are are a half game up uh, from the worst record in baseball. Let's go, Oakland. Only the A's could have a run differential of negative two ninety six and not get the first overall pick. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and and I remember too, like for every A's loss this year has either been by one run or by ten or more. Like they don't lose games by medium amounts. They either lose one run games or they get blown out. Um, no two, three, four run losses. Um, yeah. But I wonder, of, I wonder, a lot I of losses nonetheless. A question for you because as the baseball season has continued on and, and your divorce from the A's um, <laughs> has, has progressed, uh, are, you, are, you, are you feeling any different about that situation? I feel like it's really hard for you to not want the A's to win every game. Um, you, I feel like you, you might even check the standings. I don't know, thinking like, hey, what if the A's go on a little heater? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> are, are, you, are, you, are you imagining yourself? In a, in a situation where the A's are in Vegas and you look at the standings and you don't care. So, so you're asking if I think about my exit all. Um, yes, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, like I haven't been able to imagine the A's in Vegas. Like, like that's not, that's not a, uh, it's not something my mind is really able to conjure up. Um, I went to the A's game yesterday. Um, they won two to one. Um, and I, I, you know, I was glad they won. I was rooting for them. Um, you know, um, you know, I, I like to think that was akin. You know, you know, we we broke up, but you know, it happens. Sometimes you go hook up with your ex. Um, you know, that was like sometimes, a sometimes it feels like we had her still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, um, it's 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 a process. It's 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 not like a discreet you know, flip of a switch, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. a process of breaking up with your baseball team. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, like you, you ask if I can envision myself rooting for the A's while they're in Vegas, I can't even envision the A's in Vegas. Um, and, um, and, and who knows it's the fucking A's, you know, it could fall apart and they could be stuck at the Coliseum for another 40 years. Um, yeah, that's true. You know, I, I, I'm not going to, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- this a... one this one looks a little bit more a little bit more advanced than some of the other ones, but like, 
for all we fucking know, yeah, you know, like I'm I'm not gonna really sign off on it until I see the A's playing in Vegas. Like I saw a, a clip of Brody Brazil talking about the A's um moving to Vegas and he got very emotional. He mentioned how he was at a park with his kids and uh he saw a kid that was wearing an A's hat and he thought about the idea that in 10 years there's not gonna be any kids in Oakland wearing A's hats. It's just gonna be a thing of the past. And and the A's, yep. the yep. Oakland A's hat is going to look like a Montreal Expos hat, um, which is just, and he started crying on air. He started crying about that. And it's, it's honestly, it's a really sad thing for for that community because it's just been, you know, the, the community has been falling apart for a right, long yeah. time. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like it's not, yeah. It's it's not like you're, you're taking a, a team away from the people of Newport Beach um, no. or, you know, or or Monaco, you know. You're, you're taking away a team from the people of Oakland who have watched their city fall apart over the last 30 years, who have watched the Raiders leave, who have watched the Warriors leave. Um, You know, this is the last thing Oakland has. And yeah, uh, fuck John Fisher. He's like, he's trying to do some like, you know, saving face interviews. I was like, yeah, like this is really hard for me. No, it's no, it's fucking not. It's not hard for you. He fucking, he grew up, he fucking grew up a Giants fan and he is, of of all the MLB owners, his net worth is tenth. Yeah, like he's not doing this because he has to. He's doing this because he wants to, and he's a walking piece of vitriol human shit. Um, oh yeah. So there's a special place reserved in the depths of hell uh, for John Fisher, yeah. and I hope you hear that, you fucking scumbag. I hope John Fisher. Um, I I hope John Fisher listens to this podcast and under or just has gains even an inkling of an understanding of the depth of hatred that the good people of of the bay area harbor toward him and rightfully so and i i hope he looks forward to burning in hell for eternity all right i do have a couple of other things i wanted to say about the giants before we move <laughs> off the topic um there were two incredible pitching performances directly back to back that happened recently for the giants in a little bit mm-hmm. of a win streak that we had i think we won three games in a row it was kyle harrison coming in for his second start ever in the major leagues um who's a very highly touted prospect for the giants he he was our number one pitching prospect for a long time pitching very well in the minor leagues comes up um and in his second start he he throws six and two-thirds with 11 strikeouts um scoreless scoreless right crazy in a very important wild card game uh, standings game. And he looked absolutely insane. Like his fastball was missing every single bat. He started off the game with three strikeouts. Then the second inning, he had two strikeouts. And then, and there was a pitch that was called that was so close. That was going to be three in a row. And then a ground out and then two more strikeouts. So it was, it was, <laughs> it was insane. And then, and then just throughout the game, you know, uh, strikeouts here, strikeouts there. He just looked like an absolute dominant force on the mound. I think he ended up getting to around 90 pitches, um, which is, Still pretty good for for six and two two thirds innings, mm-hmm. um, and that looked amazing. And everyone's very very excited. The next night, Alex Cobb comes out and he throws an even better game. Alex <laughs> Cobb is pitching what he thinks is a one hitter past the third inning. In the third, in the, I think it was a fourth inning actually. A ball gets hit to Casey Schmidt, goes off his glove, goes into the outfield, scored a hit, um, and and then after that batter. He does not give up a single base runner, not a single base runner the entire game. And in the seventh inning, they changed that hit to an error on Casey Schmidt, which mm-hmm. means that he is now throwing a no hitter. Um, he keeps that no hitter going into the ninth inning, gets the first out, gets the second out, gives up a walk. So now he's feeling a little bit rattled. He's thrown about 130 pitches at this point. Ooh. And then unfortunately, he gives up a double um, and 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 a run, uh, and he does not complete the no hitter. He does get the next out though, completing a complete game one hitter. Um, I thought I thought he went eight and two thirds. Did he did he go the distance? No, he went the whole he went the whole game. Finished the game. Okay, one hundred thirty nine pitches. Uh, they did not take him out. Luckily, which was nice. I felt like that was you yeah, know to still get it. a one hitter out of it. Throw a complete game. It's clearly the best game of your whole career. Um, you know, that's still, that's still nice. It would have been nice to get a, a no hitter. Obviously it was so, so close to that. Um, but I felt like, I felt like Gabe Kaplan did the right thing in keeping him in there for the, for the end of the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you know, I don't really have much to say about, uh, 
um, Cobb's game. But Harrison, he's a Danville boy. Um, he he grew up in Danville. Um, he went to De La Salle. I think he would have gone to either SRV or Monta Vista um, had he gone to public school. Uh, so a, a little bit disappointed that he went to De La Salle. But still, super awesome, super awesome to see Kyle Harrison, you know, re- representing representing the 925, representing Danville. Um and and playing for playing for his hometown team, um, yeah. I mean, he would have been. He was probably in high school at the same time as you. Yeah, I, I, I think he was. Um, I don't. I think I don't he's twenty two exactly. right now. Twenty two. He was born in two thousand one. Okay. Um, you know what? Why why not ask Google? Um, I'm acting like yeah, I don't know. If, his birthday's in August two thousand one. August two thousand one. Okay, then yeah, he yeah. probably. Um, he probably he's probably probably in the grade above me um sophomore in 2018 so yeah yeah he was oh wait he wasn't my grade but he was a year he was older in your grade yep as wow. a senior in 2020 he was two and yeah yeah before the season how ended does that make COVID. you feel make um, player in your grade just pitched 11 strikeouts yeah in the major yikes game. that's weird um <laughs> what am i yeah what am i doing hey i'm, I'm breaking <laughs> i'm breaking shane bieber news um so yeah. Where we all we all move at our own speeds, um, but yeah, so a, a lot to keep our eye on um, as uh, the uh, the wild card race really gets interesting. Um, you know, this, we're, we're in for a great September of baseball, um, and we'll probably cover it again um, before playoffs start, maybe right before playoffs start. You know, so we have something to talk about, and you know, a couple weeks of NFL to talk about, and we can you know have our NBA uh, season preview as well, and you know. Of course, you know, talk for hours and hours about the NHL. Um, so, so and we soccer, are, we are, it. yeah, and soccer, yeah, yeah, MLS well, playoffs. We're forgetting about about what's been happening in Miami, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucas's hometown team. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so some some really exciting episodes um, on the cards. Um, I think that's about it for for news related content for now. But you know, in the, in the spirit of summer. Um, we we have another game uh, today. We are going to be drafting goats, um, and this is not limited to sports. You know, you could draft the goat of anything, and and whoever compiles the team of the five just most legendary, iconic, goatiest goats. Um, you know, the 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 goat of goats. Um, that's what we're going for here. Um, you know the and and how one defines goat you know we'll let we'll let my my instagram followers uh decide that um as always you know, as Who always you know, whether, how did that go um i don't think i even posted it because i i think i i <laughs> think I, I think i yeah yeah i i i yielded i yielded victory to you um um but but yeah so hopefully hopefully i i don't i don't shit the bed like i did last time um and yeah so you know whether whether you know our, our viewers and and my followers define that as dominance or accomplishments or just iconicness you know however however the public defines greatness um that that will be our measuring stick lucas this time i have a physical coin uh for our wow. coin toss um what's your call don't tails tails all right tails never fails it is heads. I don't, know. I don't really know if you can see, but that that is George Washington's head right there. So you're going to take LeBron? Uh, I'm actually taking uh, DTR. <laughs> <laughs> um, with my first pick, um, I'm going to take MJ um, because I think he is the OG goat. Like when you think goat, you think MJ. Um, you know, he's not the only goat, but he he was kind of the first goat, and he's still like the quintessential perennial goat. So I'm I'm taking MJ number one overall. I think that's a good pick. There's really, there's really one, one, one in my opinion here. It's like mm-hmm. it's MJ. It's MJ and then yeah. everyone else. You know, MJ yeah. is the goat. You you speak about the goat. You just mentioned the goat. You're generally talking about Michael Jordan. Um, I do have I do have a, a pretty close second. I think uh, mm-hmm. an undisputed goat in the biggest sport in in uh, the United States. I'm going with Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Uh, yeah. He's, he's kind of on that same tier, I think, as as Michael Jordan. You know, he's the best best football player of all time, and there's no there's no question. Yeah, yeah, I think I I think Brady Brady was who I was gonna pick next. I thought I I was pretty sure you were gonna take Brady. I'm like, oh shit, if if he let if he lets Brady if he lets Brady slip, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him up. And that's MJ and Brady, that would be um, yeah. Man. But I think I think Brady's the right pick for you. Um, with my next pick, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the goat of 
the global game, uh, I'm taking Messi. Messi, Messi, Messi. And got a Messi, and got a Messi, and got a Messi. Goal, 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 goal. Yeah. Um, he he is the most accomplished and most talented and most impactful soccer player of all time. Um, and he plays in the United States now. So, Messi. That's great. Um, you know, even even before he won his World Cup, you know, he was in the tier with Maradona, Pele, Cristiano, a couple other guys. Um, now that he's got his World Cup, he's won everything, and his numbers are just insane. You know, there's there's nobody whose numbers can't compare to his. Um, so it, it's messy for me. All right. Um, you know, I I don't I hate to make this a completely sports draft because so far you know, we know we said we weren't only going to do sports. But so mm-hmm. far, we've only had sports picks, and I'm going to stick with another sports pick. Uh-huh. Um, my GOAT is potentially, I don't know if he's the Olympics GOAT in general, the complete Olympics GOAT, but he's definitely the swimming GOAT. I'm going with Michael Phelps. Yeah. Well, yeah, and good pick. I had I had Michael Phelps um, <laughs> on my, on my uh, draft board. Um, here's the thing with Phelps. Um, you know, he Phelps no longer holds an individual record. You know, all every record that Phelps set has since been broken. Um, but just what he did for the sport of swimming, what he did for the United States in the Olympics, and the way that he dominated like nobody else has ever seen before. Um, and you know, as, as I was talking about earlier, you know, even though his accomplishments and, and his stats don't hold up as well as they used to, just his iconicness and his legacy. Um, you know, the 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 that sort of dimension of GOAT um is is really good. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say he's he's currently he he's the fastest of all time. It's like you know, you play in your era, and everyone continues to get better. You know, like right. just like you know, like Michael Jordan wouldn't last in today's game. Like, there's no chance. That, like, that. You know. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is why I'm picking LeBron. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, with with my pick, um, I was a little bit worried that you were going to take him because. Uh, because of how badly I want him. Um, so I, I feel a little bit lucky to get him uh, this late. Um, he is the greatest hockey player to ever touch the ice, and it's so not even close. Uh, it is Wayne Gretzky. Um, he is the gold standard for hockey, um, and there's nobody even close. Like, you know, when when you think of the basketball, when you think of the basketball GOAT debate, you know, and jazz competition from LeBron, you know, with, with baseball, there is no runaway goat, you know, with football, you know, it, it is Brady, but the next closest guy to Brady is way closer than the next closest guys to Gretzky. Gretzky's stats, like it, it, it shouldn't seem possible that one person is so much better at this sport than anyone else has ever been. Um, so just Gretzky's accolades and his dominance and his talent. Um, I don't know that we've ever seen a team sports athlete um do what Gretzky does in his sport I really believe that yeah okay I mean I mean you know you mentioned that he that there's no one that compares to him but with my next pick I'm going to go with the one who stands above all I'm going with Jesus Christ <laughs> okay our Lord and Savior Jesus um, Christ I mean he's, <laughs> he's he is the greatest you know all yes. <laughs> that's that's um, awesome I would not have thought of that pick in a hundred in a hundred million years that that's a, I that's think, a really great pick I mean, I think Jesus is at least, I think he's the most influential person of all time. He's, yeah. And, you know? and the most famous. Yeah. So, so he's, he's the goat, like, you know, it's like you pick a person. If, if you were to take one and he was a person, you know, whether or not you're religious or not, you think that he's the son of God as a human he being. A he did exist. And if you were to look at all of human history and you say, who is the greatest? It's Jesus. Like it was him, you know, like he's yeah. him. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've got you know a couple more people on my board, but they're all um, sports picks. Um, mm-hmm. In in the spirit of keeping things fair to not give myself an unfair advantage with prep time, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick somebody already on my draft board. I'm gonna go Serena Williams. All right, um, and not just as tennis player. Um, I think she is the greatest female athlete of all time. That's fair. What about Leah Thomas? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> um, uh, 
Uh, she's she's definitely probably I would I would agree I think. But what about what about Venus? Isn't Venus like also an incredible like uh, tennis player? Like isn't she? She she's not Serena. Better? Uh, no, really? v- Serena's better. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, uh, my next pick, not a sports pick. I'm not going with a sports pick here. Um, I'm going with Isaac Newton. Mm. Isaac Newton, the greatest physicist of all time. Um, in my personal opinion. All of pretty much modern mathematics and physics is based on his theories. You know, he wrote the Principia, which did a couple of things. It invented calculus for one. So that's that's pretty. I thought, uh, I thought Arabs invented a uh, calculus. That's, oh, that's uh, they, they invented algebra because al- algebra is an Arabic yeah. word of algebra. There's also a couple. There's a couple of different um, uh, timelines out there. We can get into that if you'd like. But uh <laughs> For for all for all modern, the, so he, he is he the goat nerd. He's definitely the goat nerd. I think he's the goat brain. Virgin. Um, he you know he's he got that virgin. to add to his list. You know, he was really he was gay. That's the thing. Like pe- people don't don't realize this. Like Isaac Newton lived his life with like a roommate and was a virgin. And it's like they say like oh his bestie that he hung out with. And it's like no like he was clearly gay, um, <laughs> and no one wanted to admit it because at the time he probably would have been killed. Yeah, it um, would have or yeah would have ruined his career. Yeah. And not only ruined his career, probably ruined uh, human ad- advancement for the, the next right. yeah. couple hundred years. I mean, as, as fucked up as it is true, it's probably gr- today, you know, great for the human race that Isaac Newton stayed closeted. You know, as, as fucked up as it is. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not saying sad. it should be that way. Um, but the fact that he was able to successfully closet himself probably advanced the human race very, very far. It did. He he invented he invented Newtonian mechanics, which is classical physics. And he also discovered gravity. So um, gravity plays a lot of sports. And if you're talking about sports goats, there would be no sports without gravity. True. Uh, he invented gravity. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> People before uh, Isaac Newton. Yep. Floating around. <laughs> yeah. What an asshole. <laughs> Life was great before gravity. Um, all right. So so in, so in you, you picked the great uh, in your field of study. Now I'm going to pick the great in the field of mine. I'm going to go yeah. William Shakespeare, greatest writer of all time. I love that pick. I really do. I love Shakespeare. I've read many of his plays. I have. I was an actor. You know this about myself. Yep. I, was, I was a theater little theater kid. kid. Theater kid. Um, so I've read a lot of Shakespeare in my day. And he was, he honestly was the goat. Like there's no one who wrote as good as him. Like he wrote all of his shit in iambic pentameter. Like like the greatest plays of all time, he wrote it in a in a poetry style that he invented. The entire thing, like it, it, it's ridiculous. Um, so well, and, I, and, I agree. Yeah, I mean, and and not only has he had an impact on storytelling and entertainment, um, and and you know, uh, playwriting, all that. Um, he he had it like no individual in human history has had an impact on language as much as him. Like he changed the English language. Um, and, and yeah, just when, when you think of the impact there, there's no individual who has, who is as accomplished or influential or has the legacy that Shakespeare has in, in the field of English language arts. I mean, I think there's, it's literally one of two, it's William Shakespeare or Playboy Cardi. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, when you're getting compared to Playboy Cardi, like you got, you're probably the goat. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. My clip is empty at this point so okay <laughs> so i'm a little bit i'm a little bit uh you know i might fuck up my whole thing i think i have a great i have a great board right now but you know if i don't if i don't pick the right guy yeah you here, got you got you got to finish strong i do have to finish strong so i i, I don't have, want to hurt myself i've got i've got one athlete in mind um who you obviously know of um yeah i, I think i'm thinking of of the same person that you are uh, are are you uh, I, well you, you don't have any picks after me right this is the last i don't yeah, but I don't. I don't want to feed. I, I don't. Yeah, you you tell me who you're thinking of, and I'll tell you if, if it's the same guy. Muhammad Ali. Uh, that's not who I'm thinking of, but it's, it's a good pick. Oh, okay. Um, well, he was known as the Great One. That's He's true. Yeah. Um, you know, I, there there are a couple. Um, um, you know, I'm I'm trying to think of historical figures. You know, I I really like how you shifted the focus towards historical figures. I can think of, you know, like two uh two or three you know emperors who were who were great mm-hmm. um you know it's like like so so politicians and statesmen 
um, any, you know, couple philosophers, you know, um, from the ancient times, all the way to the age of enlightenment, they were pretty great. Um, you know, you know, try, try to think like who, who writes, who, who figuratively speaking, who writes history, politicians, yeah. philosophers, uh, inventors, you know, um, there's a probably, probably another scientist, um, that you could pick. He has a pretty good legacy. A scientist are you gonna are you saying albert einstein maybe are you saying <laughs> are you saying uh stephen hawking i'm not saying stephen the hawking. modern goat yeah um, um yeah, who like who who else do you read about in your history books um i just stab I mean, myself talk about, you know i think people talk people will talk about gandhi as being like uh an yeah a very great person and like an Mandela, incredible. Martin Luther King. Yeah. I, I was, I was definitely considering Martin Colin Luther. Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> um, Jojo Siwa. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, even like, uh, musicians, you know, like you could do a musician of today, but you could do a, you know, like a very old musician like Van Gogh or Mozart or Beethoven, um, or like, like a middle-aged musician, like, you know, Elvis, Michael Jackson, Beatles, you know, you know what? Um, I, I think I will go with an artist. Oh, the Beatles is a great pick. Fuck, You're, dude. Or um, or or you could do like like you know like Michelangelo or uh, Vincent Van Gogh. Well, yeah. What I was thinking, I was thinking of going with Leonardo da Vinci. Dude, yeah, da Vinci. Yeah, I think because yeah. he he was a he was like he was a scientist artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all um, of the above. Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what our audience thinks about that pick, but I think that's a great pick. Like everyone from the Renaissance era, you know, from you know like maybe other than columbus but you know columbus sucked columbus is an asshole yeah yeah and yeah. and and he didn't do what he's credited with doing yeah he didn't find india and he wasn't the first european to go to the americas so yeah he's a fraud columbus is a fraud he's a fraud he's um and he gave yeah, all the like, americans smallpox right yeah 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 he, yeah he just instigated a genocide um which is why i don't celebrate columbus day um damn um Right. Yeah. Fist up. Um, yeah. I mean, like when you think of everyone that like lived from the year 500 to the year 1500, you know, I don't know how many people you can name from those thousand years. You know, I don't know how many people I can Gone. name from those. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lewis. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm Walter. Guessing. Yeah. Um, Chris. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like in when, when, when you think of, you know, medieval Renaissance, Dark Ages, Europe, that whole conglomerate of, of a time period, you know, really, really the time of Europe, you know, between the ancient period and um, like the modern period, um, Da Vinci's probably, probably number one. He's the goat. Yeah. He's the goat. Yeah. I think, I think that's a great pick. Um, and, and yeah, we, we've got some funny teams, you know, we've got, we've got, you know, Michael Phelps lining up next to Jesus. We've got, <laughs> we've got Serena Williams next to Shakespeare. Um, so, so we've got, we've got some really interesting picks. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see who wins. Cause you know, it's like, this is like just very much like very subjective. Um, you know, and I, I think how, how I put it on our, on my Instagram um, to be like, you know, like this is a goat draft, you know, not just, you know, Emphasis on sports, not just sports, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, I think people will be able to tell we were thinking sports and then we segued yeah. out of that. <laughs> people, people will be able to tell. Um, so, so yeah, um, really hard for me to predict, uh, who, who is gonna, um, who's gonna win. Um, I, I, I don't think there is a way to tell. Cause it's like each, every person who vote is going to have their own preferences and beliefs yes. that influences their vote. So really anything could happen. Um, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be very thought provoking and, and hopefully discussion provoking. Um, but mm -hmm. I look forward to seeing who, who wins. Me too. I'm really excited. I, 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 I don't know. I'll have my, my vote cast as soon as you put it up though. Yep. Cool. Yep. All right. Uh, so a, a good episode today. Um, we will see you guys, uh, hopefully not too long. Um, you know, we, we would like to have a little bit of a clear postseason picture for baseball, um uh some nfl regular season to talk about hopefully um you know i i would be ready to do my nba season preview if damian lillard and james harden had been moved um but hopefully we're in a spot soon where where uh 
we're ready to do our NBA season preview. Cause I think when we did that last year, that was one of our best episodes. Um, and I always have a ton of fun doing my Google doc every year, uh, yes. my NBA season predictions. Um, so that one's coming soon. Um, we are approaching the Holy days, uh, where all four, well, I guess all five American sports are in season. Um, so a, a lot to look forward to uh, as a sports fan and as an unentitled sports fan, we're out of the doldrums, uh, the dog days of summer. Um, so Lucas, any, any closing remarks? Uh, I'm really excited, you know, go, go into Miami. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, the inter Miami fan podcast will, will continue. Um, but yeah, lot, lots to look forward to, and we will see you then.